Hey, everybody. This is Jordan with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. I am uh, joined by my co-host, CJ Cabrera. How you doing, man? Doing good. And yourself? Doing very well, thank you. We are very pleased and very honored and very grateful to have a special guest, Molly Dunham Friel. Uh, is that is that correct? Is that, is that awesome? Uh, she she's a she's a she's ulcerative colitis. She's an IBS warrior. She's an advocate. Um, she's just I've been I've been actually following her for a very long time on Instagram, and, and her her content's amazing, all that stuff. So I'm just I'm actually really really uh, excited about this interview and talking talking to you and stuff. And so um so so first things first um. Tell me a little about you, Molly. Um, you know, I mean, there's 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 the colitis stuff. There's you know everything else, but I'm curious about you. Um, you know, where are you from? You know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. So uh, my name is Molly Dunham Friel, and um, yeah, I'm the face behind Better Bellies by Molly. I was actually born and raised in a small town in Vermont. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, that's a state. Um, <laughs> Canada, next to New York, and New Hampshire, Massachusetts, up, up in New England, small, small town. I lived in Vermont my, my whole life until I graduated college. I actually went to undergrad in Vermont at the University of Vermont. And then about a week after I graduated, I joined the Teach for America program, which um, brought me to Atlanta, and I've been here ever since. So cool. Out of my car packed it full mm. and moved here. I didn't know anyone. I'd never been here before. It was kind of a crazy experience. Mm. Still kind of processing it mm -hmm. um, 10 years later. Um, but yeah, mm. and so I've been here ever since. Um, just kind of like started from the bottom. Now we're here, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. I was here by myself. Mm. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have a job. I mean, I kind of did with Teach for America, but then when that yeah. happened, I didn't have a job. Um, so yeah, it's just been like picking myself up from my from my bootstraps, if you will. And soon after I moved to Atlanta, it came my IBD diagnosis, which followed by my IBS diagnosis. Um, and then, you know, things kind of like formulated from there. And then I lived silently with my diagnosis for about five or six years. And then I went public with creating my blog in 2018. Um, and I'm so glad that I did. What made you want to come public or go public? Sure. So oh, that's a great question. I really just was ready to like not live alone with this illness anymore. Like I was mm. ready to be like, hey, this isn't going anywhere. I have this problem. I don't need to be ashamed for it. Why am I so ashamed about it? If I can help other people, it will feel like having this disease is has more of a purpose. Um, and for me, I needed that purpose. Um, I wanted to help other people. I, I had already been in, um, on my IBD journey for five years. So I did have five years experience than someone mm -hmm. diagnosed in the moment. So I just felt like sharing my story could potentially help others. And I thought that that was worth, you know, the embarrassment or whatever judgment people might have of me. So I mainly did it to help others. <laughs> and, and I mean, cool. Well, well, well thank you for sharing. Um, have you... Have you really, you know, you really experienced the people giving you a hard time, you know, on, you know, on the internet? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, just uh, to be honest, I mean, uh, with, with I've been fortunate with Crohn's veterans so far, you know, I mean, there's been like random, like almost like bot type type weird stuff, but like, but in general, like haters or like, I don't know. I, I mean, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, if you've experienced that, you know, you know, in the advocacy space, you know, and what have you done to, you know, to mitigate that or, or, or what are you doing to try, try to maintain your mental health and all that? 
Oh, sure. So for the most part, I've been very lucky. I feel like with sharing my story and not getting too much spam, I definitely get a certain amount, but it, some of it is so easy to detect at not being really maybe a true person. So that's pretty easy. I would say the hardest part is when people try to tell you what you need to be doing or try to make you feel bad for like, hey, we shouldn't be eating that. Okay, well, we aren't a thing. Like, I can eat what I want, and you can eat what you want, and I can support you, and you can support me. So I do get, like, judgment, I would say, but in terms of, like, harassment or anything like that, um, I've been very fortunate, and I do think um, sharing your story and just kind of being ready uh, for any backlash, but most of the time I feel like people are accepting if you are authentic and genuine. Cool. Um, well, I'll, well, well, also, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm actually curious, you know, that, so you've had ulcerative colitis for, for how long now? So nine years. Next nine year. years? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's, um, so he, um, he can, 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 can um, expand a little bit on your diagnosis and how, you know, kind of and how you came to have UC? Oh, sure. So about, I don't say nine months after moving to Atlanta, um, I started having like, the biggest thing was I was starting to have diarrhea. Mm. Um, and then once I started having diarrhea, it was also accompanied with like cramping, um, bloating, tired, like extra fatigue, like literally work, sleep, work, sleep, um, if I could work, right? And then right. the biggest thing, like the hallmark thing when I knew something was truly wrong was when I started like bleeding, like having bloody bowel movements, actually just bleeding when I was going to the bathroom versus like having blood in my stool. I was just like bleeding. Mm. And I knew automatically that like something was seriously wrong. Right. Especially because um, I, I mean, I just, I knew that that's not normal. I knew that that meant something was going on. I felt <clears throat> was going on and I'm very in tune with my body. So I was like, something is seriously wrong. Like I'm bleeding rectally. That's not okay. I'm sick. Um, I was always hurrying to the bathroom. The urgency was insane. Um, and so that's when I kind of knew that I needed to seek care and I went to primary care and um, I knew I needed to have like a GI see me. And so I was sent to a GI pretty quickly and I was definitely in tears my first office visit because the doctor just didn't have a lot of bedside manner and she like stuck her fingers up my butt and then told me I needed a colonoscopy, left me with a video and left the room. And I was just in tears. I didn't know one. I had no one to drive me. I had no one to call and be like, hey, I'm having this like health Life change. Yeah, right, right. And I mean, my family is amazing, but they lived in Vermont. And so they couldn't pick me up. <laughs> and so but, mm-hmm. very traumatizing being very alone. Um, yeah. And that's another reason why I created Better Bellies by Molly. It was because of being so alone in it and knowing that other people are probably going at this alone and making sure that no one has to do it alone ever again, hopefully, is my goal. And so once I got the colonoscopy, well, I actually went home, traveled home to Vermont to have it. And once I had the colonoscopy, I mean, I got my diag- my, I, my ulcerative colitis diagnosis. Um, they did the biopsies and standard of care. And I had left-sided colitis that was actually mostly like my sigmoid. Um, Over the years, it has increased up the left side of my colon. Um, But um, I've been pretty fortunate um, with being able to respond to most of my medications, um, with the exception of like 
bad flare-ups where I've definitely had to use like steroids and other drugs. I definitely have to use a lot of rectal medication, which is something I'm trying to like normalize and talk about more on Better Bellies by Molly because when I was first told I needed to do enemas because the pills weren't working, mm-hmm. I said no. I was like, no, I can't stick at anything with my butt. Like it was already right, like right. doctor, you know, right, right. Isn't my butt. And so um mm-hmm. and so yeah, I mm-hmm. finally it came down to, I just have to do this. And so right. um, that's why I talk about it now because now I've been doing it for nine years and so I'm kind well, of a veteran at that and want to make it well, this more is, well, this is, well, this is super valuable. I mean, because I'm, I'm sure there's folks out there that are going to be listening, listening to this that, you know, that are, that are going to feel more comfortable, you know, talking talking to their doctors, talking to their families, like getting help. So, you know, so we, again, appreciate you being here. Uh, oh, yeah. After Thank moving you. to Atlanta, have you experienced any like difficulty with your doctors or care team? Um, so I didn't get sick until I moved to Atlanta. So I was starting fresh. Um, I have had to see a lot of different doctors because several of them I just like didn't find um, helpful. None of them were mm. talking about getting me to remission. They were just, oh, you're just gonna have good days and bad days and that's the nature of your disease and kind of brushed me off. So I definitely had to doctor shop quite a bit and I went to several different providers until I actually ended up finding a physician assistant who has been like my most uh, the most amazing provider that I've ever had. And when she was on maternity leave, I did like explore some other providers because I just was needed some additional support. Um, but yeah, so I finally have someone that I trust and I have a great relationship with. The great thing about Atlanta is that there's a lot of health systems and there's a lot of doctors. And so there's not always like someone like a perfect fit for everybody. There are people that do end up traveling to like Mayo Clinic or Cleveland Clinic or things like that. But there are at least several options, several health systems. So when you run out, if you go through five or six doctors, there's hundreds more. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm for that. <laughs> Also, how did um, how'd you go from getting having UC into your IBS diagnosis? Sure. So basically, after I'd had ulcerative colitis for about a year or so, and my symptoms, like my gas, my bloating, the occasional diarrhea just like, wasn't really letting up, even though my disease was looking mild. Granted, my disease was not in remission, but it was looking mild, and my provider thought it was looking so good it probably wasn't causing my symptoms and the bleeding had subsided but the but the GI symptoms were persisting and that's when they kind of just out of process of elimination were like I think you have IBS in addition to your ulcerative colitis so it was kind of like a hey you I think you have this as, as well um type mm. of it actually wasn't until about five years later, 2018, when I found out that SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, existed. And then I finally got a test for SIBO and I had hydrogen dominant SIBO, which aligned perfectly with my symptoms. Um, And I've been through four rounds of treatment for that. And there's a good chance I will continue to have to treating myself for that because it just reoccurs and it's pretty pesky. Okay, all right, thank you for sharing. Sure. Awesome, awesome. So, um, so what, so what are your kind of you, what's your your, your day to day kind of kind of like, like looking like now? My day to day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as far as your health is concerned, you know, like you know, like you like, how do you? I mean, do you usually feel you know pretty good, or is it kind of like you know, man, you know, every day's every day's still a struggle here. So, 
in, I finally reached remission in 2020. Um, so yeah, it took about like eight years, um, mm. to reach like, um, an, a remission. Um, so knock on wood, I get really superstitious when I talk yeah, about def it. Def definitely, definitely. <laughs> Cause I'm like, oh my God, if I tell you, like if I say I'm in remission, like then tomorrow I won't be. Um, so mm. yes. Yeah, so thankfully right before, uh, I did have a colonoscopy right before, um, the pandemic. It. And so that's when I first found out that like my colon was looking pretty good. I do still have IBS symptoms. I do still have like GI symptoms here and there. I've been doing a lot better. I do still experience quite a bit of fatigue. Um, I do have a lot of like stress and anxiety that I deal with. Some of mm -hmm. it's related, some of it's not. Um, so I would say day to day right now, I feel very fortunate. I have been feeling fairly well and I have been Good. pretty well recently. Um, but as you know, like it can be very, it can vary quite a bit day to day and week to week. Um, and definitely trying so hard to reduce my stress because it definitely makes me flare. Right. I, um, yes, it does. Um, I, I was just listening, like listening to you talk and I, you know, I had my second surgery when I was in Nebraska and I had no family around me at all. And so I can definitely relate to that. And, and, um, and then I, it is terrifying. It is terrifying. You know, I had, you know, the person I was with at the time, but yeah, but, but mom, dad, brother, sister, all those kind of people were not, you know, were not around. And then like, and so that's, that's, it's, it's very interesting. You know, but, you know, your page and Crohn's veteran and stuff, like, the, the kind of the, the genesis of that is a little bit is a little bit similar, you know. This you know that because I I felt alone in the world and you know and then I and then I created my page and then I started I met CJ and all, you know, all these you know, all these other great people and stuff and so um, yeah I mean this you know, IBD is an isolating isolating illness and so it's really important I think as part of a healing journey for people to reach out if they can. Absolutely, and I and I'm so glad because you know, especially when you're stuck on the toilet. The one thing you can do is get on Instagram and connect right. with people who are also stuck on the toilet. And without mm -hmm. that, um, it's very hard to get that contact. It's very hard to talk to other people to be like, hey, you've done these enemas. What did you do? Oh, I have this question, but it's too much. It's too much information. Can I ask? And I'm like, there's no such thing as too much information when you're talking to an, an, another IBD warrior. And that's one of the amazing things about this community. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like it's just kind of like a, a really unique bond. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty yeah, awesome. It's like I don't have to know you. I've never mm -hmm. met. I don't have to meet you. I don't have to know your life story. Um, I've talked to people all over the world. Some who don't even speak a lot of English, and I'm like trying to understand your question. Mm -hmm. Let's try to work this out. <laughs> right. Help too. <laughs> right. 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 I mean, that's awesome. You know. So. It's, it's it's so great, you know, to hear to hear that you know the things you, the things you're doing. Like, if people want to you know reach out to you and connect with you and you know just you know support you in what you're doing, like, how can they do that? Oh, absolutely. So my blog is www.betterbelliesbymolly.com, or you could just Google Better Bellies by Molly. My Instagram is at Better Bellies by Molly. Facebook is the same thing. Facebook.com/slash um, or forward slash um, Better Bellies by Molly. So everything is Better Bellies by Molly. So. <laughs> Message cool. Me, follow me. Like I would love to connect. Um, happy to be here for anyone. Cool, cool. And um, and also like um, any words of wisdom, you know that like um, you know because you know you you're an advocate. So you're, you're talking to people all over the world. You have all these you know 
you know, cool experiences and stuff. And and so this, um, so for the folks that are listening, um, that maybe just got diagnosed, you know, uh, any any kind of you know, you know words from the trenches. Sure. So if you're newly diagnosed, or even if you're not, and you aren't already connected with other people, whether it's through a support group, whether it's through the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, or whether it's through Instagram, uh, Facebook, social media, how whatever it is, just get connected, meet and talk to other people who are experiencing this. You are not alone. It feels like you are, and at times I still feel alone maybe, but you aren't. Like we are all in this together and we will be better off if we all just band together, support one another, and it's a really great community. I also encourage anyone that is willing to and wants to share their story to share it because you don't know what your story can do and who it can impact and your roadmap, like your story can be a roadmap to somebody else without you even knowing it. And that's really powerful. And it may help you um, just cope with this disease. I also highly recommend therapy. I highly recommend taking care of your mental, physical health um, and just reaching out. Um, people connect um, and just take care of yourself the best that you can. She speaks the truth. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just, you know, and just, and also just a little small add on this from, this from me, you know, try to laugh every day, try to, try to, try to do something that keeps you, you know, you know, yeah. light and, and, and up because, you know, you know, when you have these, you know, stomach aches and these, exactly. you know, all this bloating and all these uh, horrible, horrible, terrible symptoms and stuff, it can be like, man, you know, the, 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 the world sucks. And so this, maybe like, you know, like, like, you know, like, like watch a standard comedian, watch a movie, you know, you know, like, this something that you know keeps it keeps it light um, and light. Yeah, just laugh every day. It's you know, it's good for the soul. Um, yeah, all else fails. Mm. Make a joke about it. That's typical. right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Um, well, CJ, um, do we do you want to take us out of here, man? All right. All right, gents. If you want to uh, check out the podcast, we are on all uh, podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple. Uh, iHeartRadio, etc. Also, you can check out our website at www.cronesveteran.com. And if you know, guys want to work with us or you know sponsorships or anything, you can hit up Jordan at his email at jordanmcconnell@cronesveteran.com, and you can hit me up at cjcabrera@colitisveteran.com. Awesome, awesome, and uh, cool, and then also um. Uh, CJ and I are, are building our, our new merch store, um, so that's so, so that's going to be out for, for for Crohn's and colitis stuff. So you know, so it's, yeah, so please um, so please support our brand, you know, support our podcast. Again, you know, we're we're on all the platforms, we're um, you know, our, our YouTube channel, all that stuff. And so we we appreciate the love, we appreciate the support. Subscribe, and um, and Molly, we greatly appreciate you being here today. Um, any final thoughts? Thank you so much for having me and uh, letting me share my story. I really appreciate it. Um, I love following both of you um, and I uh, can't wait to continue to collaborate and build up this community together. So thanks again. And I look forward to continuing this work together. Cool beans, cool beans. Well, again, I, thanks Molly, thanks DJ. And, uh, and again, you know, thanks for you know, supporting Cosmetics.